0: Welcome to the She's Fabulous Show. I'm Marianne Lim favier For the past 30 years, I honed my expertise to be one of the leaders in the financial services industry. Outside of work, I'm a volunteer life coach active in global communities for women. Successful as I may appear now, life has not been easy. In this podcast, I will share with you how I am able to turn hardships along my life journey into stepping stones to achieve my dreams. To me, a fabulous woman is she who courageously overcomes life challenges with grace, inspires others, and remains unstoppable. Whatever situation you are in now, choose to be fabulous. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to She's Fabulous Show. So in this episode, we will talk about the very common saying, health is wealth. The reason why I picked up this topic is because health becomes, you know, something that is of great interest to me. And I think it's something that comes up very easily as we age, right? So I, when I look at my uh, childhood, I've always been a healthy child growing up. Uh, I've always been active. I've always been uh, doing sports. I can't exactly remember uh, certain memories of like being in a hospital. Uh, Visit visits to the doctor would usually be like vaccinations, well baby checkups, and all that. Basically, no major health issue, which I'm quite happy about. But then, when I turned into a teenager, uh, I think that was around eleven or twelve that's when I started to get these allergies. I remember that, you know, this allergy of mine would come out, uh, especially when there's something really important or exciting happening in my life. I remember my first date when a guy asked me out and then he came home, uh, came to pick me up from our place and He's supposed to meet my mother and, uh you know, just go on, you know, a, a regular date. A few hours before that, I got all the rashes, you know, on my body. And it was like, oh, no, I can't be like looking like this on my first date. And he's like a guy I really like. And somehow that's that's not good. And then I remember again on my 18th birthday, so we're supposed to have this big, you know, party. It's like uh, being a lady and being shown to the world that you are now ready to face another chapter of, of your life. And that's when it erupted again. And it was like all over my face and my body. And it's just really, really itchy and not nice looking so somehow this allergy has been like a coming coming and going whenever there's a big opera you know big event happening in my life and then all of a sudden it stopped when I got my first baby and I thought that's the end of it I remember before I spent so much time going to the allergologies where they would do you a know, series of prick tests and skin tests just to determine what's causing it and ended up not finding what it is all about. And as I mentioned, it was like silent for many years until one day in my 40s, it came out again. And here in Singapore, it was like I I go to the doctor and then the doctor would give me lots of... uh allergy medications that will leave me feeling very, very drowsy until you know I can't work. And it just so happened that I was like leaving on medications uh, for quite a number of months that the doctors finally, uh, what do you call this, referred me to the head of the National Skin Center because they cannot anymore uh, manage my allergies. So sometimes I would have these attacks until now where I would need some steroid shots because the basic antihistamines doesn't work anymore. So basically that has been like my health problem and nothing, thank goodness, nothing more. Um what else? So I I inherited bad genes from my mother's side where I have weak veins. Uh, I remember that my first surgery on an operating table was uh, the removal of like a vein on my leg, which is more unsightly. and And uh, it was like one meet one afternoon when we were having a meeting. I can't stand. And it turned out to be you know that there's a clot there, and it would be uh, fatal if it travels to my heart. So, but basically, I've been healthy all my life. But I think as we get older, it's very important to think of health in a different way. And, you know, uh, in Singapore, working at an insurance company, I know it's one of the countries where people live a long life, but being exposed to volunteer work for the elderly, I see that a lot of Singaporean elderly, they live a long life, but a lot of them are not being able to really move and are disabled. We teach uh, dance classes to uh, old uh, women, right? And they can't even go down, and you need to like fetch them from their house and bring them to the community center and bring them back because they are not they are not capable of moving on their own. So I think uh, what I realize is important about health is that of course we cannot choose what genes we will get, but if we get some defective genes. It's up to us. Hello and welcome to She's Fabulous Show. And make sure that in this this episode we will talk about the very common saying, in such a way, we will miss out on the good things. The reason why I picked up this topic is because we have discovered that we have, you know, health becomes condition. you know, something that is is of great interest to me. And I think it's something that comes up very easily as we age. For them, right. and so up, I, when I look at end up my uh, child claiming against the I've always been a healthy child about, growing up. You know, a lot of treatment uh, that i have been, been active if they have taken, I've always been good care of uh, their health sports. in a better way. I can't exactly but remember. More importantly, to me is that uh, you know, certain memories want to live a of long life, life but being I want in a want hospital in my old age. Uh, visit, I would visits to the doctor would usually be like vaccination if I as well, baby checkups and all that. It is somehow basically that no major your health issue, which I'm quite happy about. So, health is a thing when I turn into, into a, a teenager. teenager older, uh, we should that remember that our bodies are like you know a car. That's when no I started to get these some rusting here and there. I remember that. that you know and this allergy try of to mine would do our best come to come out. Just take uh, good care, especially you know, when there's something really important one or anxiety happening in my life. You know, that at least we can still enjoy life My until first the end of our lifetime. When a guy asked me out, and then he came, home, show notes and uh, connecting me to, to my Facebook me up, Instagram from, from our, our place, and I'm looking forward to meet my mother and, uh, you know, just go on, you know, uh, a regular date. A few hours before that, I got all the rashes, you know, on my body. And it was like, oh, no, I can't be, like, looking like this on my first date. And he's, like, a guy I really like. And somehow that's that's not good. And then I remember again on my 18th birthday. So we're supposed to have this big, you know, party. It's like a being a lady and being shown to the world that you are now ready to face another chapter of of your life and that's when it erupted again and it was like all over my face and my body and it's just really really itchy and not nice looking so somehow this allergy has been like coming coming and going whenever there's a big you know, big event happening in my life and then all of a sudden it stopped when I got my first baby. And I thought that's the end of it. I remember before I spent so much time going to the allergologies where they would do, you know, series of prick tests and skin tests just to determine what's causing it. And ended up not finding what it is all about. And as I mentioned, it was like silent for many years until one day in my 40s it came out again and here in singapore it was like i i go to the doctor and then the doctor would give me lots of uh allergy medications that will leave me feeling very very drowsy until you know i can't work and it just so happened that i was like leaving on medications uh for quite a number of months that the doctors finally, uh, what do you call this, referred me to the head of the National Skin Center because they cannot anymore uh, manage my allergies. So sometimes I would have these attacks until now where I would need some steroid shots because the basic antihistamines doesn't work anymore. So basically that has been like my health problem and nothing thank goodness, nothing more. Um, what else? So I I inherited a bad genes from my mother's side where I have weak veins. Uh, I remember that my first surgery on an operating table was uh, the removal of like a vein on my leg, which is more unsightly. And, and uh, it was like one meet One afternoon when we were having a meeting, I can't stand. And it turned out to be, you know, that there's a clot there and it would be uh, fatal if it travels to my heart. So, But basically, I've been healthy all my life. But I think as we get older, it's very important to think of health in a different way. And, you know, uh, in Singapore working at an insurance company i know it's one of the countries where people live a long life but being exposed to volunteer work for the elderly i see that a lot of singaporean elderly they live a long life but a lot of them are not being able to really move and are disabled we teach uh dance classes to uh old uh women right and they can't even go down and you need to like fetch them from their house and bring them to the community center and bring them back because they're not they're not capable of moving on their own. So I think uh what I realize is important about health is that of course we cannot choose what genes we will get. But if we get some defective genes, it's up to us how we will manage, you know, that and make sure that it de- doesn't really affect our our lives in in such a way that we will miss out on the good things and then of course what happens after we have discovered that we have you know some condition is up to us right and our lifestyle a lot of people they already know they are sick but they still do the things that you know is is really not good for them and you end up you end up seeing them claiming against their insurance policies about, you know, a lot of treatment that could have been prevented if they have taken good care of their health in a better way. But more importantly to me is that, you know, I I want to live a long life, but I want to be active in my old age. I would rather not live that long if I am disabled because I think, you know, it. it it is somehow sad that you are alive but you can't enjoy life. So health is wealth especially now that we are getting older. We should remember that our bodies are like, you know, a car. No matter how good our maintenance is, some rusting here and there would happen. And we should try to do our best to just take good care of, you know, our body until one day you know that at least we can still enjoy life until the end of our lifetime. I would love to hear your feedback about my sharing. Please check out my show notes and connect with me through my Facebook, Instagram and my personal blog. I'm looking forward to having you again in my next episode. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so honored to have you here. Now, if you'd like to keep going and you want to know more about our mentorship, training programs and done for you services, come on and visit me over at soulrichwoman.com. S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com. And if you happen to get this episode from a friend or a family member, be sure to subscribe to our email list over there because once you've subscribed, you'll become one of my Soul Rich Woman family. Remember, life has no rewind button. Why continue to be ordinary when you have a choice to be fabulous? Sending you some inspiration and I'll speak to you soon.